Hey girlies and welcome back to the pod. So super exciting day because I'm joined by my MILF, I mean mom, Lisa. Hey girls, so glad you're here today. I'm Lisa, Carmen's mom. And today we're just going to be answering all of your guys' questions. I posted something on Instagram and told y'all to send in some. So we have some random questions, questions about boys, questions about how my mom was when she was younger, warning, she was a little crazy, and then also some questions about how to have a better relationship with your parents. So if you're interested, definitely keep watching and also make sure you leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things y'all already know. Just make sure you get all that stuff done. And now a word from our sponsor. Revolution Beauty is affordable and accessible makeup for all. Since day one, Revolution has been challenging beauty norms and championing diversity. All products are 100% cruelty-free and designed based on consumer feedback, so Revolution has something for every skin type and any occasion. As someone who prioritizes skincare and loves experimenting with different types of products, Revolution is great because it offers a variety of different things, from makeup to skincare products for all your beauty needs. We're teaming up with Revolution Beauty to give you 20% off your next purchase by using the code PODGO20. That's code P-O-D-G-O-20 at revolutionbeauty.us. Check out the link in our show notes and join the revolution today. Okay, so first up, question for mom. We are close together today. (laughs) Yes. We are very close, very cozy. As in physically in one chair. Yes, yes, but it's fine. So, mom, what's a piece of advice you wish all teen girls knew? OMG, girls, I seriously have an important piece of advice for you. And you're going to think it sounds a bit cliche, but it's so true. And I've told my kids this since they were teeny tiny. Be honest with your parents. I know that sounds crazy. You're like, I can't tell my parents that. But seriously, once you break the trust with your parents, it is gone until you're through college. I'm not kidding. Trust me. So just be honest. Even if you slightly edit your honesty, but get the main point across, as in if you were drinking, if you were smoking, if you were doing drugs, if you were at a party, whatever, just tell them, trust me, the punishment won't be near as bad as if you lie. And guess what? We always find out. The moms do anyway. Yeah. Also, in case you didn't realize this, all the moms talk to each other. So if you're telling your friend something, your friend most likely told her mom, who most likely told your mom. So your mom already knows. So So just be honest. Don't you think? Totally true. You'd be amazed at how moms that aren't even friends tell moms things like that. Especially if you go to the same schools, other people, and regardless, it, it just happens. Yeah. Okay. So, Mom, I know that in my podcast, I curse a little bit. Yes. And some people don't enjoy that. And I know in daily life, I curse. So, what are your thoughts on cursing? Do you think there should be a certain age? Do you care? Do you curse? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well... Carmen gets her cursing genetically. I hate to say it, and I'm sorry, I apologize. But we don't use it frivolously. We really use it to make a point. And I don't just go around cursing, and I desperately try not to curse in front of my kids, and I always have. But once they got into 
middle school, I think a few things slipped out, but by then they already knew. So what's the harm, right? I am truly okay if someone curses in a limited way and they use it in proper sentence format to make an accentuation of a point. So emphasize stuff. To emphasize, right. I don't think it's good to curse a ton in your podcast, but if there's a point here or there that you need to, I think it's okay. And I think, again, as long as you're not doing it over and over, people people shouldn't get mad. But if someone's being like a fucking idiot, I can say <laughs> that, right? Yes. If they truly are being a fucking idiot, you can say it. Well, do you remember in fourth grade, I think, None of your children were saying curse words, but a bunch of the kids at school started saying crap. And I personally thought crap was the worst word ever. I was like, I am never going to say crap. I'm never going to curse. I'm never going to do any of that. So that lasted maybe till the end of the year. But I started saying crap all the time because everybody else was doing it. And then in middle school, I don't think I cursed that much, but I mean a little bit because all your friends are doing it. So... Yeah, I don't really remember you guys cursing a, a lot in middle school. And when you did, um, especially daddy, who does not like cursing, mm-hmm. regardless of who's doing it. I get yelled at. Carmen gets yelled at. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, we all do. So we curse in a very limited fashion. Don't don't run away with this point that we're cursing like crazy because we're not. It's just for emphasis once in a while. A few times. But yeah, so... How, let's say, hypothetically, I'll create a scenario for you. Okay. Um, let's say that I'm really beautiful, hypothetically. And really smart, hypothetically. Totally true. And really funny, hypothetically. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> and, I don't know, just all those things. And a bunch of the girls at school are super jealous of me because, you are. know. I'm the perfect person, and they all want to be me. And they all want to be me, hypothetically. So how can I handle the drama when girls are jealous of me? Two things. Number one, rise above it. Honestly, you high school girls are killing me with your drama, (laughs) I've got to say. I, back in the day, don't recall such drama. I I definitely remember drama. Girls are girls, and it's just going to happen. That's why I highly recommend in one year and out the other. But when your feelings get hurt and it really affects your heart, that is when you need to go and talk to someone, meaning the friend, directly. I don't care how hard you think it is. Sit down with them over a coffee or a soda, whatever, and say... Sadie, listen, we have to talk because you just need to clear up the mess before it gets out of hand. I'm just using that as an example. But, you know, you got to you got to talk to the person and say, hey, we're good friends. And why are we doing this? It seems like such a petty issue. And just make the other person talk about it. Okay, that's kind of what I asked, but not really. But what if (laughs) the person is jealous of you? So they're it's. Someone who's more, I guess, insecure of themselves. So they're making fun of you. They're saying all these things. They're criticizing your clothes. They're saying, oh my gosh, you look so gross. Did you even wash your hair today? Like stuff about that just because they're insecure. Like how would you suggest dealing with that? I have two strategies for that. 
the first one is completely turn it around back on the other person. So when someone says, oh my gosh, Carmen, I can't believe you're wearing that. Those pants are look like clown pants. <laughs> she does wear clown pants to school, everybody. <laughs> and you say, oh my gosh, Mary, that shirt, it looks so pretty on you. Where did you get it? And you totally flip it back on the other person, but you say something positive while they're saying something negative. And trust me, they're going to feel like crap. They are. And it's going to change the conversation back onto them. People love to talk about themselves. And so that always works. Trust me. Even older girls do that sort of thing. And the other strategy was to tell them how it's making you feel. So if you're not up for confronting the person, Personally, I kind of like doing that. But if you are uncomfortable confronting the person, it doesn't have to be negative, by the way, either. Um, if you can confront them with positivity, which I highly recommend, it's an effective strategy. But if you're not comfortable with that, then say directly to them, and you need to look at them like, Carmen, do you know that really hurt my feelings? You made me feel like I looked terrible in school today, mm -hmm. and that makes me sad. And trust me, the person is going to feel terribly. When they hear your words, you saying and looking at them and saying, you know, you're really breaking my heart. You're making me feel terrible like I look like crap today. Yeah, because most people aren't expecting you to confront them. So if you point it out, do that. Because I know an example. The other day I was sitting in a conference room at school and I was just checking my grades because I had just had a test. And I don't check my grades that often, maybe every few weeks. I know some people will check them every day, but I don't. So I was just looking at that. And one of the boys walked in to the conference room and he saw what I was doing. So all he said, he just walked over, stood behind me and said, let me see your grades. And I'm thinking, what? That's so weird. But I was just like, okay. And he looked at my he grades. He said no. Okay, well, anyway. So I, he looked at my grades and he goes, oh, yeah, well, mine are better, which, and this so person, rude. yeah, so rude, but this person I know is insecure about himself and he gets his validation through schoolwork. So I said to him, I said, I'm happy that you can use me to make yourself feel better. And he had no response. That is so good. See, yeah. girls, Carmi has great advice. I know. By the way, can I just tell everyone your nicknames? Because I think they're you cute. You mean my nicknames? Yeah. Carmen has two nicknames around the house here. I thought I had one. Well, we call her Carmi a lot. C-A-R-M-I-E. And when I text her and stuff, a lot of times I write Carmi. But my favorite nickname and the one that really sticks and we use a lot is Fawny. F-A-W-N-Y. Hey, Fawny. And her middle name is Faye. Um, Faye, F-A-Y-E. Carmen Faye Applegate. So I call her Fawny Faye a lot, or just Fawn. Anyway, you guys, that's inside info you may want to know. Do you remember why we started doing that? No? Okay. So one day we went out to this restaurant called Ramsey's, and they have really good pie. We just went out and we got pie, and our waitress's name was Fawn, and she was fine, I guess. And But we just loved her name, so then mom started calling me Fawn, but... Yeah. That's where it came from, because she's like a little fawn, you know, the baby deer that are so soft and so mm -hmm. cute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, mom, now we have a few questions on boys, because of course that's what everyone wants to know about. They're impossible. All the time. So, I know some parents have rules 
for their kids dating or some parents are a little overprotective, they might say, oh, well, you can't start dating until you're 16, until you're 18, whatever. Can I just say that overprotective usually means unrealistic? I do believe in being protective, but when the parent is overprotective, they're really just unrealistic about what you want to do or what you're going to do. Okay, so <laughs> what do you think? What age do you think it's okay for someone to start dating? Or do you think there's a right age? Well, I think, I don't know that there's a right age. I don't know that you can put a right age on any one activity. But realistically, I think high school, only because you guys are funny about middle school when you're like, Oh, Johnny's dating Mary. But all they did was text each other and say, do you want to date me? And the other person said yes. And then they <laughs> then they maybe text once in a while, but they don't even walk around in school together. They don't go out anywhere. They just are like, Johnny and Mary are dating. Yeah. So whatever, you can do your dating version in middle school. But I think, you know, high school is the time where you're really starting to feel some degree of love and um, have some real feelings toward boys and girls yeah but do you think um parents should forbid their child from dating till a certain age or would you say that's not really effective because they're gonna want to date someone more because of that yeah I mean I'm a huge believer that parents shouldn't forbid their kids to do anything and instead of forbidding drugs well instead of forbidding you should sit down and really talk about it and maybe even do it. I'm not saying drugs, but I'm saying like take alcohol, for example, meaning let your children taste alcohol and be there when they do it. Well, people are going to like play this exact audio clip in front of their parents and be like, Carmen's mom said. But my point is when you forbid, then you just make the person more curious and they want to go out and try it. So I don't think giving a taste of alcohol, and most of the time kids are like, ew, gross, because really, it really is kind of yucky tasting. So anyway, I just don't, I'm a believer philosophically, I don't believe in forbidding kids to do things. I believe in talking about it or doing it with them to try to give them an understanding about why something isn't good for you. So a lot of people ask me this question all the freaking time that is how are you so fabulous true (laughs) i do get how are you so gorgeous a lot which i always respond to seriously you wear sweatshirts all the time it's concerning go ahead thanks so (laughs) how can someone get over a guy someone they just broke up with like what would you say the best tips are best advice Uh, that is a challenging one because the reality is your heart is your heart and you're going to have feelings and you can't deny your feelings. So embrace your feelings. Number one, let yourself cry. Let yourself be mad. Take some old clothes that you don't wear anymore and rip them up or burn them. Start, set your house on fire. No, 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 Karma, that is crazy. (laughs) Um, But if you have any old pottery that you made as a kid or things that you could break, you know, go outside in the driveway or the street and just smash them and crash them and say all the bad things that you don't like about the person. Anyway, embrace your feelings is my point. I 
bought myself a water bottle. <laughs> She's weird. <laughs> and you all know that. That's maybe part of the reason why you listen to her. But yeah. Uh, you got to embrace your feelings and then keep yourself busy. Go mm-hmm. on to other things. Not necessarily other boys because you're going to just rinse and repeat your problems. But go and do other things. Find a new hobby. Do a workout. Get into some online group. Go do some volunteer work. You know, you got to force yourself to get out and about and get over the negativity that yeah. you're feeling. Keep yourself busy. Find other things to do. Also, focus on spending more time with your friends because probably when you were dating someone, you were spending less time with them. So try making an active effort to be with your friends more, to set up activities, to just reach out to them more. I have another one too. Make yourself even more beautiful. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause that always upsets the ex-boyfriend. Make yourself even more beautiful. Go out and buy yourself something new, yourself something new and look totally cute. Maybe put on a little, um, lip gloss and maybe just a dash of (laughs) eyeshadow and go out there and be confident and feel fabulous get your hair done or your nails done something like that just make yourself feel good so you look good so you're exuding positive energy when you walk by that loser yeah also mom one of mom's favorite words is fabulous in case you fabulosity i wonder if that's a word i know i made it up she also likes to make up words But we like the word fabulous because they say it a lot in High School Musical, which used to be favorite movie, kind of still is. High School Musical 2 is, and it will always be, superior. So we love saying fabulous in case you were wondering why she keeps saying that. So, next up. Do you think it's bad to lose your virginity at a younger, younger age? I do, girls. I really do. And I'm speaking from experience. I just want to let you know that when you have sex, when you're at a young age, it is not anything like having sex when you're older and you're really in love with somebody. This is fun. So (laughs) this is uncomfortable, even though Carmen's dad is a doctor and we talk about things all the time. Like we say Virginia, Virginia, <laughs> Virginia, we say vagina and penis in this house uh, just because we speak clinically, you know, I mean, it's just fact based, but the issue of sex involves a lot of emotions as well and true feelings. And honestly, you have sex with someone you don't feel true love with when it's over. First of all, it's short. It's not enjoyable. It's all about the guy. and they don't have any emotional connection to it and you do and that relationship isn't going to last so that's my advice that that was good <laughs> i don't really have anything no comment on that. on that no comment okay so mom i know that i have a few guy friends i in fact some of my best friends are guy friends which is always healthy so do you think it's okay for a girl to have guy friends do you think it's beneficial to have like different types of friends totes guys you need multiple different kinds of friends mm-hmm. you cannot have all girl friends because that is all girl drama that you're going to be experiencing mm-hmm. plus it's just not healthy and you're not well-rounded so i i don't know i feel like everyone has a couple guy friends or when i grew up i had more guy friends 
than girlfriends because I am really one of those anti-drama people who just didn't get into it all. But I think it's good to have guy friends. I think it's good to have friends that are a couple. Um, not that you always want to be a third wheel, but, you know, it's good to have friends that are in relationships. It's good to have guy friends. It's good to have a gay friend. And, you know, diversity, black, Asian, etc. The more you mix it up with all your different relationships, the healthier you're going to be, the smarter you're going to be, the more knowledgeable you're going to be, etc. Good advice. I also agree you need different types of friends because there are times when you're going to get sick of your friends and you're going to want to be with different types of people. And sometimes maybe you get sick of the boys being stupid and you want to be with the girls or maybe there's a lot of girl drama going on and you just want to be with some of the guys. So it's good to mix it up. Now turning it all about you because oh, no. everybody wants to know all about you since you are a cool person, cool mom. Okay, what is your biggest regret in high school? My biggest regret in high school? I really had a good time in high school. <laughs> I have to say there isn't one item that pops up as a biggest regret. I'm trying to think of some things that They're I just did. just all bad? I, no, but I really had a lot of fun. Uh, the advice I'm giving you, for the most part, I, I lived. Uh, the honesty with my parents is probably the one that I was challenged most with, uh, which probably relates to, uh, relates to my biggest regret, because my parents were out of town for a weekend. I was in 10th grade, and I had a party at my house, of course. How stereotypical, right? Um, but I didn't have alcohol at my party. But everybody who came to my house brought alcohol. And I did end up drinking. And so by the time everyone left the party and the night was over, I was really sleepy. And I didn't clean up. And that was on a Saturday night. And my parents came home Sunday. And of course, like parents do, they decided to come home early. And I was still asleep. It was about 1230 in the afternoon. And they came home and there were beer cans and beer bottles all over the front yard, Yikes. which I didn't know because I myself had had a couple of beers and I went to bed after the party. So I was completely busted, stupid, stupid high school thing. And that probably was my biggest regret. And I got in big trouble, grounded for a couple of weeks. Lesson there, uh, clean up. <laughs> so... Well, what's the coolest thing you did when you were younger? We, I know that you did study abroad. So what's like something cool you did? Yeah, that, that really is the coolest thing. Well, in high school, I went on a trip to Spain that was coordinated through the school. And that was fabulous, which really started my hunger for study abroad and just traveling in general. So in ninth grade, instead of going directly to college, I had an opportunity to go to college overseas. And I went to school in Munich, Germany for a year. And my parents lived in Italy, so I was really fortunate. I got to travel all around Europe, and that was fantastic. Uh, and that was really one of my most favorite things looking back in life. Honestly, guys, if you have a chance to go overseas and live or study or just travel, do it. It's, it can be a little intimidating, but you will never regret it, I promise. Yeah, I want to do study abroad, mainly probably because mom did it. But yeah, I think that would be very exciting. I just want to say the opportunities you get when you go abroad, whether it's just for travel or study abroad, especially study abroad though, 
you get opportunities that you will never get in your own country. You're going to meet people you're never going to meet in your own country and have experiences. You're going to get put out of your comfort zone a little bit, which is great. It all works out. Um, if you haven't been to Europe, believe it or not, everyone is really pretty nice over there. Just like in our country, you'll run across a jerk or two. But people are nice and they understand you may be American and they'll help you out. So don't worry. Don't have fear about doing it. Get excited. So another thing, I know we were talking about this last night, but a lot of people are wondering about your first boyfriend, who he was, how that all went. Was it comical stuff like oh, that? It was bad, guys. I, my first boyfriend was eighth grade, so I'm going against my own advice. I had a middle school boyfriend, although back in my day, school went from zero to sixth grade. That was um, elementary school, and then they had junior high, which was 7th and 8th grade, and then high school, ninth through 12th. So they actually, that tells you how old I am. I'm 55, but it sounds like I'm aging. You don't because, look 55. Because they did school differently. Um, anyway, so I was in 8th grade, so it felt a little older because it was called junior high, and we're almost in high school. I'm rationalizing. But <laughs> the dude's name was Chuck Kotecki, and if by any crazy chance Chuck Kotecki's daughter is listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> anyway, he was a redheaded badass. Thought my he first was cool. Wait, my first boyfriend was also a redhead. So gingers, <laughs> we love gingers. No, we don't actually. But I, I thought I liked one in eighth grade. Uh, so it, it was not good. Because I really thought I was in love, and we dated for like a in year, eighth, grade. eighth through ninth, and we dated, and and I really liked him a lot. Ugh, it was not a good idea. My parents did not like him, I think because he was just a little cocky, but that was my first boyfriend. It was long, kind of like your first boyfriend was a long relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you remember why you guys broke up? Because he was a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I think because he probably lied about something like all boys do. Now some questions about relationships with parents. Because I know mm -hmm. that we have a fairly good relationship and people think we're cute and we're cool, which is so, so. so true. Um, <laughs> okay, so how can girls become closer with their moms? By being honest, honestly. <laughs> um, that's number one. I can't stress it enough. I just can't stress it enough. But number two is really just talking and sharing. Like, tell your mom about your day. When your mom says, how was your day? Don't say, fine. Because say, you know what? It really sucked. And this happened today. Your mom is not going to be your best friend. And your mom shouldn't be your best friend. But your mom is a friend and is a mentor. And especially for you guys in high school, college, and above, you really want to develop a friend-like relationship with your mom so that she can help you. She's had all these experiences before, and she wants to help you. She'll give you advice. It may not be the advice you follow, but it will be interesting mm -hmm. and give you at least another um, piece of feedback. Yeah, I also agree. Tell your mom about your day. You don't have to say everything, but just... Some important things, if you have a problem with a friend, you can talk about it with your mom. If you don't know what to do, ask your mom for advice. Moms love giving advice and <laughs> acting like they know. 
which you do know most of the time. Well, sometimes. I know from my own experience. I don't know definitely 100% what's right. How can someone start having deeper conversations with their parents? Maybe they just talk about their parents about their, or talk about their day with their parents. How can they like actually talk about real stuff or feel comfortable enough to do that with their parents? If you want to have more serious conversations with your parents, then I recommend starting by asking them questions about something serious. So, for example, you could say, Mom, do you remember who your first boyfriend was? And let her talk about it and then say, why did you break up? You know, or ask them about, Mom, who did you vote for in the last election? And get into a political conversation or ask them about religion. If you go to church, what you like about church. If you don't go to church, why you don't go to church. Um, how you feel about religion in general. Just talk, start conversations about serious subjects. You can ask your mom about her friends. And if she's had conflict with her friends, because I guarantee she has, then maybe she'll share that with you. Um, that's, that's generally the best thing to do. And then you can talk about serious subjects with you but you could start just in general serious subjects and then asking her questions about them i think that's a good idea because people love to talk about themselves talk about their life and then if you're you ask your mom a question maybe about her first boyfriend and you're dealing with issues in your with your first boyfriend you can relate over something like that okay um what's the hardest thing about being a mom Staying fabulous all the time. Looking great. <laughs> Looking great is definitely something I'm a big believer in, girls. I tell Carmen this, little Fonny Faye going out mm -hmm. in sweatshirts and sweatpants and T-shirts that cover her butt and doesn't look like she's wearing anything underneath. I hear you all laughing. Um, <laughs> it's not stylish, girls. That trend has to end. That's not stylish. Cute tops and jeans. It's very simple. Uh, so I I think looking good, that sounds so superficial. No, it's fine. I but, love it. But when you're old, uh, you know, people let themselves go. And if you feel like your mom is doing that, maybe ask her if she wants to go shopping with you. And when you're in a store, hold up a shirt and be like, Mom, this would look so cute on you. Um, so you could help your mom do that if you want her to look better. That is a challenge when you're getting older. I take care of my skin, and that has made Carmen take care of her skin, I feel like, as she's older. Um, you know, it's just things take effort, and things take more effort when you get older. But being a good person is really number one and most important. Um, I think that actually gets easier as you get older, and looking good gets harder. <laughs> so it takes more work. And being a good person takes less work, but I, I try. I, you know, one of my big things, and I tell Fani this um, periodically, is to give people emotional bank deposits every day. Make sure to give at least one or two emotional bank deposits. For example, Carmen, your hair looks so good today. Yours really pretty. Thank you. I know. <laughs> So, uh, you know, mention something about someone that is kind, that is nice, or just tell them you were thinking about them today. And that's an emotional bank deposit. It should make you feel better and it definitely will make other people feel better. You're also become more alert to how few emotional bank deposits people give out. So mm -hmm. take note of that.
Also, I'd like to point out that mom is doing a great job of looking great. I have so many people come up to tell me that she is a MILF, that she, oh her God. style is on point. If I wear something of hers to school every day, if I wear anything of hers, like, oh my gosh, she looks so cute today. Where'd you get that top? Where'd you get that skirt, so those pants? I'm like, oh, my mom's closet. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love your mom. She's famous. Um, we love her. <laughs> She's gorgeous. True. She looks great. She's killing it. Carmen wants something. No, I don't. So, mom, how would you react if you found out that your child was doing drugs without telling you, like, secretly? I think I would laugh. Uh, I would not be shocked, but I'd be so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. The fact that she's not telling me. Not that she's I'm doing it. I'm not saying it. this is about me personally. I'm saying, like, in general. But my point is that... I would be most disappointed that you're not telling me and that you're doing it. And then I would worry about your health and safety because if you did too much drugs, you could seriously get mm-hmm. hurt or you could seriously hurt someone else. Or if you're regular, reg, I can never say this. Yeah, regularly. If that means you're an addict yeah. and you need help. Not if you just like did it once at a party or something. Right. Okay, mom. This um, might be a little sad, or it could be funny. You can take it either way. Oh, no. But when was a time that I embarrassed you? Oh, a time that Fonnie Faye embarrassed me. Mm-hmm. I think, I can't remember the specifics of it, but it's when I was saying something, and it was along a more serious conversation, and I was saying something to a friend, and you interrupted and contradicted me and said, that's not true. We didn't do that. And I was so mad and embarrassed, A, because you contradicted me and made me look like I was lying to my friend. And B, because oh, you, lying? you told the opposite of what I was telling and it made it sound wrong. No, it was somewhere in between. But the fact is, when you're younger and your parents are talking to another adult, you shouldn't say something that goes against what they're saying yes you can do that after the fact yeah do it when you're in the car right and ask them right that's also if your parents starts talking to someone in public and you don't know who that is don't just walk up and be like who is that wait until after that person leaves or if you're really mature you can walk up and enter the conversation and go hi i'm carmen lisa's daughter nice to meet you that's very mature Mm -hmm. that's good okay Last question, Mom. Oh, so exciting. How do you feel about my podcast? I feel great. A lot of people ask this. I feel great. You guys, you need to understand this about Carmen. She is not one to partake in a lot of extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. And so because she hasn't signed up for this club and that club and played this sport and that sport, Um, I was really getting slightly concerned about what Carmen was going to be doing with her free time during high school. And she played volleyball and she did, uh, Kuna and she, she did a few things. That's Y Club. And she did a few things, but she was really searching for something outside of school. Um, and when she on her own, without any uh, advice or support or pushing, developed her podcast, I was really proud mm-hmm. and very excited for Carmen A doing something new, 
B, doing something totally on her own, C, figuring it out and doing research, which she's done a lot of, and then finally being successful at it. I mean, you all watch, you all listen. Isn't that wonderful? And you yourselves could do that too. Maybe not a podcast, but something else. Start your own business. Do something. It's great. I'm so proud of you, Carmen. I love you. Oh, thank you. Yes. So go me. Go team. <laughs> Thanks for everyone listening. Go girly girl podcast. Oh, Woo! yeah. So don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow. Also, like, like, like. Like, like, like. And make sure you check out all the links in the description of this episode to find email, newsletter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Make sure you're also following me on Instagram and TikTok at the Girly Girl Podcast. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week and that you enjoy this episode. And thank you, Mom, for coming on and sharing all your wisdom. It was so fun meeting everybody. I love you guys. Keep writing to Carmen. She writes back to everybody. Almost. Bye. Bye.